VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job or a new full-time role, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com. That's ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. It was not surprising that the Saints at home were able to beat the Rams. If the game had been in L.A., I don't think the Saints would have won that game. Bottom line going forward, if these two teams play on a neutral site, I would bet the Rams at Pickham. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. You heard it. I'm RJ live coast to coast, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock here in Vegas. We got an action-packed hour this Monday for you. We're going to talk about who are the best teams in the NFL? It looks like there was a shakeup yesterday, but was there? Also, we know who the best team in college football is. Alabama, the question, are they the best team in history? We'll be talking about that at the bottom of the hour. In studio with me. Oh, and obviously, previewing Monday Night Football. In studio with me, the pros who know, NFL expert Steve Fezzik, Brad Powers with all the college knowledge, sports bettors listen for the money, sports fans listen to know more than their buddies, here's my personal promise, we will deliver the Vegas truth to you, but you can't have the pros without the Joes, he's my favorite. Jonas Knox, voice of the fans. Always good to be here on a recap Monday in the NFL, RJ, and in college football as we come to you live here from straight out of Vegas from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Colin Cowherd called it moving Sunday in the NFL where teams have established themselves in rank around the NFL, RJ, how does Vegas rank the best teams in the NFL thus far? Well, listen, there's one guy that's won two Super Contests, which is the premier NFL handicapping contest. He's Steve Fezzik. Let's ask him. Fez, you put out your power ratings every Tuesday. Tomorrow on the show, we'll have pros versus the world, where you disagree 
with Colin Cowherd, ESPN, the AP is usually on the college side, obviously the AP. But let's get an early look. Read me the top six teams. I don't want to hear about how many points better than average. Just give me the top six in the NFL. You want number one first or number six? Oh, let's go in reverse order, like a Casey Kasem style. Number six, the surging Los Angeles Chargers. Number five, your Pittsburgh Steelers, RJ. Number four, the New Orleans Saints. Number three, New England Patriots. Number two, Kansas City Chiefs. And still number one, the Rams. Oh, my God. You know what that reminds me of? When I was growing up in the late 80s, uh, there was a great station in Pittsburgh. There still is WDVE FM. It was one of the great rock stations. And every Memorial Day, they would have the top 200 songs in the history of rock and roll. You remember that, Brad? Oh, yeah. Well, you had a great station in Pittsburgh, MMS. Great. Kid Leo. Yeah, in Cleveland. There. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Uh, did you get that on the farm? I did not get MMS that far. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. How far were you from Cleveland on that farm? An hour. <laughs> How far were you from, like, running water and, and like, uh, flushable we had, we had well water. You, you did? You had well water? Yep. Oh, my gosh. You and, Explain no, some No things. wonder you and Haystack get along so well. Yeah. I don't have to go too far to pull from that one. But so one time... You know, and, and listen, back then and even now with rock and roll, it was Zeppelin. Zeppelin was the king, right? So it's getting to be like Monday and it's top 20 and it's like, you know, Hotel California, you know, except, and finally it's getting, you know, free birds in the top 10, you know, all the, you know, usual suspects in the eight, you know, in the late 80s. And then when it came to number one, I'll never forget this. They go, and number one, once again. And then Stairway to Heaven starts. I mean, it was like so anticlimactic. Number one once again. Now that's a song when you can say that about the best song of all. Probably still the best song I'd had to say. But I guess we're all uh, products of our upbringing. Here's the shocker in your countdown, Fez. The Rams are still number one. So a lot of listeners are going to say, wait a second. The Rams almost lost last week. They lost in a listen, you could squint and say, "Well, at that one point, if time freezes, they had played an even game with them, even though the Rams were getting the ball at that point, right?" And the, oh, I'm sorry, check that, flip that. The Saints were getting the ball, so if you watched, you know, those projections, it was still like six. I it never went below Saints 67. percent I was actually watching the game and watching the projection. So, how can you make the case the Rams are still best? Because the Saints... You don't seem very confident. I'm very confident. Well, then, then then, show it. Yesterday, the Saints were indeed the better team. They outplayed the Rams. It's one game and magnified home field advantage. The Dome was rocking. It was not surprising that the Saints at home were able to beat the Rams. If the game had been in L.A., I don't think the Saints would have won that game. And bottom line, going forward, if these two teams play on a neutral site... I would bet the Rams at Pickham. Okay, but that but you're just repeat. It's like saying, why do you think "Stairway to Heaven" is the best song? And if my answer was, well, if they were in a battle with any other song, I would bet them. Well, yeah, that's just repeating my opinion. So what you're saying is, if you look at the season, would you say that the Rams have had a more impressive season? Because let's let's stack up the wins. The Saints just had hosting Washington, 
which is, you know, not a great team, but certainly an above average team, dominated, dominated. Went on the road to Baltimore, went on the road, tough place to win. Justin Tucker missed an extra point or they'd be in overtime. Again, there's always ifs and buts and candy and nuts. There's all that stuff. Fair right? enough. All right. Now, we could do that for every, almost every game. I think I've actually heard you complain, like, say, a game that ended up like 24-point margin. That If this one thing didn't happen in the second quarter, who knows how. Brad, true or not? I've done the same, though. Well, you guys are both horrendous at yeah. that. Right. So, <laughs> I, mean, let's, uh, I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> and then they go and they win in Minnesota, and now they beat the Rams? Like, what are you supposed to do? Now, I know you've got a bet on the Rams to win the Super Bowl, but, boy, make you, I don't understand. I mean, if, is it the stats? Is it the, is it the it's what? It's the defense. I firmly believe that the Rams have a better defense than the Saints. And, I believe- and do the Saints have a better offense? No, I think they're comparable. You think the Rams and the Saints have an equal offense? I do. That's freaking insane. Jonas, with the eyes of a fan, what do you think of that? I think the Saints' defense is better than the Rams. Well, I didn't even think that, but I'm, I'm uh, wow, okay. But let's talk about the offenses. I would say on a neutral field, are we talking like what's the matchup on a neutral field or what are the – Yeah, I mean, they're never going to play on a neutral field. I, I would and, trust New Orleans' offense over the Rams because I've seen it so much. I agree too. And Jared I mean, Goff Breeze has been – is having one of the great years in the history of the NFL. And, and they got a two-headed monster running back. They have great receiver. I mean, where's the edge? The edge is in the math. I mean, you look at the bottom line explosive plays of the Rams. They're averaging so, so seven. So we're not worried about points per game. Like somehow you cherry pick through and found one stat the Rams are better at. Well, they're a lot better. Every time they snap well, the well, ball. One stat. They get, all that matters is how many points you ultimately score. Well, if you gain seven yards a play, you're going to score more points than the team that's only getting a little more than six yards per play. Yeah, That's not always the case because if you pass every time, you're going to – Teams that run more, see, that's one of your core flaws when it comes to yards per play, is the worst quarterback throws for more yards per attempt than the best running team runs. Agree or disagree? I agree. Thus, if you have an over-reliance on the pass, you end up having better yards per play. Now, the downside is you end up having more strip sacks, more negative play, all these things that when your team that was high on the yards per play loses, you point to that as an excuse, but rather it's the freaking cause. I agree with Boy, everything. Brad, that was pretty good. I agree with everything you <laughs> say, RJ. And and by the way, and, and if you agree with everything I say, the Rams aren't the best team. Well, the Rams run the ball plenty with Gurley. It's not like they're just throwing the ball. And they do have three great wide receivers. You know something? We're going to pick this up tomorrow. We're going to have a whole half segment debate in Rams and say, you. here's what we do. You throw your stat. You get whatever stat. We'll give you 24. Oh, wait, you're off tomorrow. I so know. we'll do it. We'll do it on Wednesday. We're doing a big college day tomorrow, by the way, guys. But here's what we do. On Wednesday, I'll give you 48 hours. Rams, Saints, bring your best stuff. Love it. Would you like to make a bet on which who goes further in the playoffs? I'll think about that one. I'll think about it. Jonas. Did they get the line wrong? when? Because we talked about it last week, and it was two and a half before, before kickoff. The Rams being favored by two and a half at New Orleans in a, in a place where a team's got a great home field advantage. Did they just misjudge the line, or was there that much money that came in? 
Oh, it was the money because, I mean, the line opened up. Uh, refresh my memory, Fez. Uh, Saints were like one and a half on the opening. Yeah, peak, yeah Saints were laying one and a half. And I think that was a fair line. The assumption was that up to that point, if you asked me who was better, I would have said, ah, the Rams by a smidge. And that line, you know, home field is three. So I agree with that. Now, what I saw was a team in complete control of the game. Um, I mean, Boy, at no point. I mean, did you watch a game, Brad? Yeah. At what point did it feel like the Rams? It felt like the Rams were doing all. The marvel of the Rams was they weren't getting blown out the whole game. It was like, oh, look, they fought back to just tie it. That was their great accomplishment. That's that's like uh, it's like a, that's like some moral victory, right? There are no moral <laughs> victories. I, I mean, Brad, did you who looked better on the field? The Saints. Easily. Yeah. All right, so Wednesday we're going to battle that one out for sure. Sounds good. Now here's another point I'll bring up. R.J. Bell straight out of Vegas talking about the best teams in the NFL. And Steve Fezzik, who some would say is the number one NFL expert from a Vegas perspective in the world, I would say that, is playing wrong on this one. Hey, you can be the best and still be wrong. We know that. (laughs) I would make the following case. The Steelers are better than they were or we expected them to be at the beginning of the season. You agree with that, Fez? I do. Okay. The Chargers are better than we expected. Significantly better. Kansas City, obviously much better. Light year difference, yes. And I think the Pats are pretty much what we expected. Yep. Okay. So under that theory, I think the AFC is the stronger conference right now. And the whole offseason – even a couple weeks in the season, it was like, oh, man, you got the Pats, and then you got the Steelers, but, boy, they're erratic, and who knows, right, before Kansas City really emerged. And now, if you think about it, the Saints are playing a little better than we expected, but they were supposed to be one of the best teams. Rams are playing a little better. Well, I don't even know now if they're playing better, but let's say in, you know, a little bit at best. Minnesota's playing worse. Philly's playing worse. Carolina's playing better, but the question is, is it good enough to even matter? I would make the case that the AFC today, for the first time this season, is the better conference. Agree, disagree? Agree. I think it's a strong opinion. You can bet this with your dollars, RJ. You can bet the AFC right now, plus two and a half in the upcoming Super Bowl. Yeah, so you can actually bet generically AFC versus NFC. AFC's plus two and a half. I think that's a mighty good bet. Now, that's not the exact same bet, because if you have one dominant team, and let's proceed, let's say the Rams could be that team in your mind, then, or hey, if the Saints are better, then maybe the two best teams are in the NFC. It's just the AFC's a lot deeper. So that's a slightly different bet than who's the best conference. But I believe the AFC is the best conference first time this season. When we come back, we will give you the single most important takeaway of every one of Sunday's NFL games. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Get rewarded with Snapshot from Progressive. It's simple. Plug in Snapshot, drive, and earn discounts for safe driving. 
Save more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will have a full recap of every game in the NFL from Sunday. We bring Vegas straight to you each weekday right now on the Strip. 76 degrees. Yes, it's November. 76 degrees. And the neon is flowing. All right, let's get it going, guys. Let's start in the NFC North where the Minnesota Vikings, a 24-9 win over the Detroit Lions. To me, it really is about the quality of Minnesota's depth. This is a team that, hey, there's some defensive guys hurt. Okay, fine. They step up. Oh, look, this receiver's out. This running back's out. Thielen steps up or vice versa. A very deep team. I think Minnesota is underrated right now. And that Minnesota defense is playing at the elite level. We expected 10 sacks last week. 10? When you say last week, that probably is Fez not doing them justice. 10 sacks yesterday. Yesterday, yes. Uh, Chiefs at the Browns, 37-21 for Kansas City. Uh, You know, the Browns obviously were discombobulated as... I predicted. Fez, what did you think of the Browns coming in? Thought they'd give a home run effort. Hmm. RJ right again. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not saying it could be a coincidence. I'm not judging, Fez. But, <laughs> by the way, in about a half hour, we'll be given our weekly green button bet update. We'll see how Fez did. Browns had some serious injuries in this game. Actually, their top three cornerbacks are all banged up or out, and now two starting linebackers. So next week, you got to look at that Browns injury report big time because it is as banged up as I've seen any defense this year. Yeah, they gave up 500 yards on Sunday, and things probably just going to get worse as the season progresses. For the Browns. Steelers avenge an earlier loss this season and beat the Ravens 23-16 in Baltimore. We were talking about it. Pittsburgh today is considered to be better than we expected at the start of the season. For such a disappointing start, that is impressive, and the defense has a lot to do. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell's replacement, a lot to do with it, but the defense. The last time the Steelers allowed more than 21 points in a game was September. Since September, the Steelers have not allowed more than 21 in a game. Yeah, and amazingly, I have Baltimore better than when the season started. Even though they're four and five, Baltimore is still in my top ten. All right, so you're saying two separate things there. You're saying, or you're saying a bunch of things. So Baltimore has a they're four and five. Is that the record? Yes, four and five. And you're saying you they're better today in your mind than you thought they'd be entering the year. Yes, and they're still a top ten team. Correct. And right now they are by far the highest rated team, the Ravens, with a losing record. Yes. Wow. Carolina stays perfect at home. Panthers 42-28 over the Bucks. This is about offensive coordinator Turner. A lot of skepticism. An old name. You've heard it. I mean, think of how long we've been hearing that name. And a retread head coach and everyone said, oh, good offensive coordinator for sure. But in 2018, there were doubts. With Cam, there were doubts. With this Carolina team on offense has exceeded all expectations. Dolphins over the Jets, 13-6. to Yeah, we got to look at this as a misleading final here. Miami wins the game, but they only gained 168 yards. They were plus four in turnovers. 
Miami gets the win, but I downgraded their power rating. And boy, Darnold, I mean, you're, you've heard this on talk radio, and I think rightfully so. Four interceptions. You hear often about getting reps, right? Since Malcolm Gladwell, there's been a lot of talk about, oh, you need the 10,000 hours. You need to get the rep, the reps, the repetition. Yeah, I agree with that. Unless it's creating bad habits. Sometimes a quarterback can be ruined because they feel so much pressure. They feel so discombobulated that they never get that composure back. I'm not saying that's going to happen with Darnold. But boy, you're hearing serious people say it could be happening, or at least the beginnings of it. you got to wonder, is it better for the Jets not to play Darnold at this point? The Falcons go on the road and dominate the Redskins 38-14. You know, I was wrong on this game. I, I actually liked Washington a good bit. Um, you know, to me, my main takeaway would be Matt Ryan's performance because the Atlanta defense has been terrible this year, mostly because of injuries, but terrible. And it's obscured how well Matt Ryan has played. If you look at his stats compared to his MVP season two years ago, they're pretty much the same. So literally, Matt Ryan won the MVP with the stats a couple years ago that he's producing now. Great point. We saw that with prior games where Ryan basically wins the game against the Saints and the Bengals, but then the defense for Atlanta lost those games at the end. The Bears blow out the Bills 41-9. to To me, this is about, well, you know, it's kind of hard to talk about anything but Peterman here. This might be the stat <laughs> of the year. All right, this comes from a fellow named Mike Rodick. Nathan Peterman threw three interceptions on Sunday, which amazingly lowered his career interception rate. <laughs> Think about that. Okay, coming out going, ooh, hey. <laughs> he entered the game throwing interceptions 11.9% of his passes, and now after his you know, better-than-expected three-interception performance, Nathan Peterman is below 10% interceptions it's like being such a bad driver that when you get in an accident it lowers your insurance the houston texans survive again 19 to 17 at the broncos now listen soon enough we're gonna have overtime which is after the show we're gonna do about 10 minutes of extra stuff throw it on the podcast as a bonus if we were doing overtime today fez would talk about 20 minutes about the bad coaching decisions <laughs> With Denver, they were 67% to win the game when they were lining up for the field goal. So, obviously, a lucky coin flip and will be generous win for Houston. This is Houston's fourth coin flip game. They are 4-0. The odds of that are 16-1 to of flipping four straight heads. So... I think it's inevitable that Houston's overrated, Fez. Yes, but Watson is getting healthier. He finally started running the ball again. RJ, six carries for 38 yards. The Chargers beat the Seahawks in Seattle 25-17. This one's simple. Again, I'll say I was a little wrong. We'll see for sure. I was pretty pessimistic about the Chargers, all relative to expectations. I thought they were a nine-win team. They do look better, but they hadn't really had an impressive win they had two, quote-unquote, good losses. Chargers lost to the Rams. Chargers lost to the Chiefs. Hard to be too critical of that. But they hadn't. their best win was Tennessee, 
But to go into Seattle and not only win the game but control the game, you got to give the Chargers one of the biggest upgrades of the week. Yes, and Chargers are my clear-cut number one stat team right now from a yards-per-play differential. They're plus 1.3. That's off the charts good. All right, so every time they snap the ball on offense versus when their defense defends against an offensive play, the Chargers gain an extra 1.3 yards. Yes. You're going to win a lot of games that way. And finally, on Sunday Night Football, it was the Patriots, a 31-17 win over the Packers. Yeah, you know, this one to me is, you know, in our production meetings, we often talk about it's got to be better or different, right? When you're on with Dan Patrick, Colin Cowherd, Doug Gottlieb, well, when we're next, it better be better or different or we're not going to be as good. And that's not acceptable to me. And this is one I think I'm going to default to what everyone else is saying. I mean, Belichick is a genius. And he is so good. You know, I quote this line a couple times a year. There's a great movie, Searching for Bobby Fisher. It's a chess movie, but it's about prodigies. It's about... Priorities in life. Uh, great movie. And the premise of it is there's a kid. He's a young, very talented chess player, like eight years old. And his dad starts thinking he's taking chess too seriously. So he takes him out of his uh, lessons with a grandmaster. A couple months later, the dad sees the teacher. And the dad tells the teacher, oh, he's playing chess better than ever. And the teacher looked at the dad and said, how would you know? Now think about it. At the highest level of things, you've got to be as good as the person to critique the person. We don't even understand. Colin, Patrick, anyone at ESPN, any former coach doesn't understand what Belichick is doing. So to me, when Be- we know he's the best, right? So when Belichick has a decision he wants to make, we should bet on it. And if he's forced into a decision, someone's hurt or whatever, hey, he's only human. But boy, just once again, the genius of Belichick. Absolutely. First time I've ever heard Belichick compared to Josh Waitzkin. Well done. There we go from the movie. (laughs) Hey, by the way, Fez, you were preaching. Oh, my God. Sonny Michelle. I mean, (laughs) I didn't know, you know, I mean, no, I've never really said this publicly, but I got a text. I'm not saying it was from Jimmy G, but it's someone close. And he said, Jimmy G's a little upset that Fez seems to like Sonny Michelle so much. I love Jimmy G. So that's from our history, <laughs> our recorded <laughs> drop of Fez. Fez, how in the heck did the Pats win without Sonny Michelle? I believe I made a fundamental flaw saying Michelle was worth the point. <laughs> Bottom line is no coach in the NFL is as good as Belichick at finding replacements in offense to make up for shortcomings. We were having a dinner Friday night with uh, Don Van Nauta, uh, a three-time Pulitzer winner. I've been lucky enough to get to know Don a little bit. He was in Vegas, and we were going through our Super Contest picks, me and Fez, and he goes, oh, I think we should make the Packers the fifth pick. And I looked at him and I said, what the heck? We never fade Belichick. And he goes, you know, you're right. You want to? I was just throwing. Thank you, or no? I was just throwing some ideas off the wall, <laughs> and I was I was a little inebriated. <laughs> yeah, first time ever. Fez had his third drink in front of me, and it was uh, disturbing. In one minute, 
we're going to break down perhaps the best college football team of all time. That's coming up next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's Dan Beyer. Hey, guys. Tonight in the NFL, Titans and Cowboys to wrap up week 9, 8.15 Eastern time from Arlington. Of course, it's the debut of Amari Cooper in a Cowboys uniform. Cowboys will look a little different tonight, not only on the field, but in their uniforms, wearing the Navy jerseys with white pants for the Monday Night Affair. Bengals wide receiver A.J. Green's going to miss at least two games because of a toe injury. According to ESPN, head coach Marvin Lewis did say today that Green's injury would not require surgery. The Chargers released kicker Caleb Sturgis and replaced him with practice squad kicker Michael Badgley today. A change of the NFL schedule for Week 11. Steelers and Jag were the Sunday night game. That's been flexed out. In place of it will be the Vikings-Bears matchup in Chicago. Cavs head coach Larry Drew agreed to a contract with the Cavaliers for the rest of the season that also includes partial guarantees for next season, according to ESPN. Former Rockets assistant Jeff Bezdelic is expected to return to the team and become their defensive coordinator for the rest of the season. And finally, the U.S. Olympic Committee has moved to remove USA Gymnastics status as the national governing body. The USOC says they are in the process of looking for a new governing body, whether it's a new whether it's a new or existing organization. And within the next 30 minutes, we should find out who the finalists are for the AL and NL MVP awards. Guys, back to you. Thanks, Dan. Straight out of Vegas comes to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will have best bets and a look at Monday Night Football. I am Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan, and he is the voice of Vegas, R.J. Bell. You know, there's always a sense that, oh, the historic teams are from the past, right? History usually implies the past. Well, here's something that a lot of people don't comprehend is Golden State, the last three years since they got Durant, counting this year as the third, have been bigger favorites to win the title than any team in the modern era of the NBA, going back to Larry Bird and Magic 1980. So, yes, Golden State, relative to competition, best team of all time, and it's not even close, really. The idea that with Alabama, are they the best team? That sounds absurd, right? Every year, we're the prisoner of the moment. Brad, you've been doing this. You're in your mid-30s, but you've been doing this quite a while. Is right now, just pure power ratings, how good is this Bama team? Uh, I think we can now officially say that Alabama right now is a historically great team, if not the best team we've ever seen in college football. They're being priced that way, RJ. And if you don't. So we're talking about a bunch of things at once. So I think no one's going to debate they're one of the best teams. Yep. So to you, Brad Powers, all the college knowledge. Are you, or is Alabama the best team you've ever seen? I've never had a team power rated higher than what I have Alabama right now at this moment. So this Bama team would be favored over any team you've ever handicapped. Yep. Now, you started doing your power ratings when? Mm. About 10-year sample size, last 10 years. Okay. So we could say Tommy Frazier and those Nebraska teams. I mean, if we think of the great teams, the Miami teams. But then we're getting into generational stuff, yep. right? The old Jack Lambert, middle linebacker, Hall of Famer, was 215, right? Yeah. So now that was the late 70s. So just saying within the last 10 years is mighty impressive. What did you see in the Bama LSU game that convinced you? To me, all season, Alabama has had the best offense they've ever had under Nick Saban. 
But finally, it was the first time all season that that Alabama defense looked like a typical Nick Saban defense. I came into that game thinking, RJ, that this was a below-average defense. As far as Nick Saban and Alabama goes, after watching that performance, they're just as good as what they've been on defense the last 10 years. Combine that with an historically great quarterback right now in Tua, something Alabama's never had. Historically great for Bama. I mean, are we ready to call Tua a historically great college football quarterback? The stats right now say up until this point he's had an historically great season. So, Joan, as Brad Powers has given us here on Straight Out of Vegas, I'm R.J. Bell, the Vegas perspective. As a fan, what are you seeing with Bama? And obviously this is a mighty good team. That's the starting point. You want they they just it looks different than everybody else in in a in a time in the NFL and college where everybody's going up and down vertically and all this. You watched Alabama on Saturday night and LSU was within nine points and the feeling was we're at home it's Death Valley if we can just get a score we're right back in this thing and then it's sixteen nothing and then it's twenty two nothing and then you look up and the final gun goes off and they lost by almost thirty they just wear you. Out. I don't, and I know you guys like when I drop this name, uh, Brady Quinn, the show I do with Brady Quinn. I know you guys are big fans of his. Welcome to Mirage, Mr. Papa um, Giorgio. He said something on the show that we do together on Fox Sports Radio last night, in which he said, if he stays healthy, Tua will be the next two time Heisman Trophy winner. Says Book. Hmm. It. That's how good they are. It makes sense, right? Because he's a big favorite this year. I mean, he's yep. prohibitive at this point, right? He's his biggest favorite as Alabama right now is to win the national title. Oh my! Oh, that's in. I I would have thought he'd be a bigger favorite than that. That doesn't make it. So you're saying he's only like what minus three hundred? Yeah, in the three hundred range. Yep, absolutely. Boy, that might be a good bet to think about. All right, let's talk about let's let's focus on the matchups right now of who could possibly beat him. So let's run down the usual. Let's just do it. Alabama favored by blank over blank. Let's run down who everyone's wondering about. Alabama, first and foremost, an eight-and-a-half-point favorite over Clemson. You can bet this. Over Clemson. Over Clemson. Wow. That seems short to me. Short. Well, keep in mind, Clemson, if you take out Alabama, Clemson would be probably a top-ten team in the last 20 years. Clemson right now. Now, Now, let's think about that. So this year's Clemson team. Yep. If we had a time machine, right, and I wouldn't be on the radio if I had a time machine, but if we had a time machine and we had all teams play from the different eras, you're saying this Clemson team is top 10 in the last 20 years, 20 right years. now. And they're still over a touchdown underdog to Bama. <laughs> yep. Oh, Wowza. my God. Wowza. Now, eight and a half, Bama over Clemson. All right, next team. Michigan, Alabama, 13-point favorite. Georgia, next team. Alabama be a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. 13-and-a-half. Now, is that assuming SEC championship in Atlanta? Yep. 13-and-a-half. Yep. Whew. Go ahead. And then we start to really see the drop-off. Oklahoma, Alabama, a 16-and-a-half-point favorite. <laughs> Ohio State, Alabama, 19-point favorite. I know you're wondering, where's this team from South Bend, Indiana? Alabama, a 19-and-a-half-point favorite over Notre Dame. Some of the contrarians are saying, Central Florida hasn't lost. <laughs> I mean, Haystack Hank might like Central Florida. I don't know. Are you kidding me? They won 21 straight games. Alabama would be a 27.5-point favorite over Central Florida right now. Hey, now. Jeez. All right. So, and if you would bet Bama to win the title, they're in the minus 300 range. So, 300 wins you 100. And in the history of college football, the modern era, let's say 1980 on, there's never been a favor that big 
this time of year. So relative to competition, Alabama, in the eyes of Vegas, best team in college football history, at least since 1980. When we come back, we are going to break down Monday Night Football. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you always wanted, and it's money-making time next year on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm RJ Bell. We are Straight Out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, the voice of you, the fan. Uh, we do green button recaps here, RJ Bell, where for Full the people, disclosure, yes, baby. Where the people listening or just tuning in for the first time, the Sharps in Vegas, you guys, Brad Powers, Steve Fezzik, RJ Bell, anytime somebody places a bet, there's a green button in which Sounds well, hold just- on, hold on. I, I would say like this. Anytime someone gives an opinion, right? Talk radio is chock full of opinions that are backed with nothing. Right Here, if you give an opinion, <laughs> at any time, anyone else can press the green button. And that means automatic $100 bet. On what you just said. Yeah, hot takes cost money on this show. Unlike oh, anywhere hot else. Hot takes they, are not free. Yeah, they not cost free. money on this show. And we recap them every single Monday because there were a couple of them that took place on Friday. RJ, how'd you guys do in your green button recaps? Hi, I'm Brad Powers. I went 3 0 1 last week, up $300. Hi, I'm Steve Fezzik. I went 0 2 1. I lost $200. <laughs> I'm R.J. Bell. I did much better than Fezzik, but I still lost $100, and I'm not happy. I hate losing. <laughs> Just like that. I um, hate it. Uh, okay, so uh, so guys, we are coming to you live quickly from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where you could save 15% or more on car insurance. We do have Monday Night Football coming up later tonight. The debut of Amari Cooper in Dallas. The Cowboys hosting the Titans. The Cowboys are a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home. All right, Faz, so we have our picks, and then we have our previews. And what we do different on Straight Out of Vegas with the previews, we break the games down one important factor at a time, and then we add them up and see where we land. What's the number one factor on this Monday night game? I think it's continued improvement from the Dallas defense. They're currently ranked by my numbers the third best defense in the NFL. Can so you are, these, are these just those, like, mind-numbingly um, – what's the right word for them? Uh, Narrow-minded yards per play? Well, that's my starting point. But oh. this one, there's a good reason why I expect Dallas's defense to improve. Sean well, hold, Lee- hold on a second. When you say the starting point, you don't mean that. You mean they're <laughs> your numbers, and then you'll throw a little BS on top of them. No, some adjustments are <laughs> oh all right so what's it so you're saying your your very simple yards per play numbers are cowboys are the third best defense you don't possibly believe that no but after adjusting so why use the numbers that's my starting point and then i adjust them <laughs> higher because sean lee is so important their middle linebacker and he missed weeks four through six he wasn't healthy when he came back for their seventh game now oh that's a- amazing so even when they come back if he likes a player and they play poorly he can just say, ah, they weren't healthy yet. The coaches and the trainers and the doctors, they made a mistake, so we're going to throw that game out. And then the first game, you're like a guy at the roulette table. No, they still played well week seven. But, 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 but why then did you have to try to dismiss the game he came back? Because they're going to get even better off of a bye week oh, now. Okay, but that's different than saying, well, it was the first game back. I mean, it's like, it's like, 
I just would want to see through your eyes, like, for even a day. Like, I mean, like, when you look in the mirror, do you see, like, like uh, John Galt from Atlas Shrugged? I mean, like, what do you see when you look in the mirror? I've never. I, I don't know. A bad-looking Alec Baldwin. <laughs> not bad-looking, just you know, not Alec Baldwin, <laughs> which isn't necessarily a bad thing these days. All right. So to be clear, you think Dallas? I mean, through all the BS, you think Dallas's defense is okay? I think it's borderline elite. Wow. You know, I'm like, I should just end the show. I mean, it, it's just it's so stupid. Borderline elite. How many elite? How? Where do you rank the Dallas defense? I've got them number three. <laughs> Baltimore number one. You, Dallas has the th- so who's two? The Bears. Yes. Oh my God! So you're saying there's no defense? I mean, Brad's looking at you like you're insane. Who do you got better, Brad? Mm. Jacksonville. <laughs> As of late, maybe the Steelers. I mean, it's not even cl- I, the Steelers. It, well, here's what's funny. In our super contest, we're two and two, 65% of the year, and we have the Titans. Plus six and a half. Oh, oh versus five? Oh, my gosh. It's going to fall f- six every, uh, what, 50th game? <laughs> I mean, I, I, <laughs> we should have prepped this segment. Let's say that. All right, what's your next topic? <laughs> Prop bet. Oh, yeah, hit me. You're going to like this one. Cooper, wide receiver, acquisition for Dallas. They give up a number one wide receiver, and I like him over four receptions, him to catch four or more passes. Because Dallas was so criticized for his acquisition, I think it's critical for PR purposes for them to give him lots of targets and lots of touches this game to make him look very important. I bet Cooper over four receptions. And as we said, my best bet, and I teased it on, Friday is going to be Tennessee. Now we took it six and a half in the super contest and it's down to four and a half, five. I think there's a chance. I would say this, and I'm not a big line move predictor, but I would say, I think if you like the dog wait right before kick, my feeling is this drifts up a little bit is my gut feeling. Another reason I like Tennessee here. One, it's off a bye. I always like the better coach. Off a of bye, Vrabel, obviously the better coach. Additionally, speaking of Jason Garrett, for the first time in his tenure as the Cowboy coach, Jason Garrett fired an assistant coach, the O-line coach. Now, the O-line is supposed to be Dallas's main strength. So to me, if we need any gauge of how calm and how focused this Dallas team is or isn't, the fact they're making a firing or they made one for the first time under Jason Garrett is not a good sign. R.J. Bell, best bet, Tennessee tonight. The Odd Couple comes up next here on Fox Sports Radio. We are straight out of Vegas, back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific, for a full recap of Monday Night Football and a look ahead at the new college football playoff rankings right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds... It was shocking. I have to know, what were they thinking? 
backroom deals, huge amounts of money, CIA secrets, sets off a firestorm in Washington, affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. From football playoffs to basketball madness, TCL Roku TVs are the best way to stream your favorite live sports. With all the biggest sports channels, a sports zone with all available games in one place, and apps like iHeartRadio with sports podcasts such as The Herd with Colin Cowherd, cheering on your favorite team has never been easier. A big screen TCL Roku TV offers premium picture and sound quality, so you'll feel like you're right in the action. Find the perfect TCL Roku TV for you today at Amazon.com.